right, everybody. Well, this is Ryan with the Pendleton Outfitters podcast, and we're going to put on our first episode, which we're going to call the After Action Report. So we're going to have different styles of episodes. This is our first After Action Report episode. We're just going to kind of BS and recap on what was our first snowshoeing trip. <laughs> so the, old, <laughs> the old infamous snowshoeing trip that we've been planning forever. <laughs> yeah, this has been in the works for how long? It's something we, I think all three of us have probably flirted with. So I guess this is Ryan. Um, if you've been down to the store, you're familiar with our business, you know Dylan. Yep, how's it going, everyone? And, and we're joined by our buddy Jeff today who went with us snowshoeing. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, a good time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was. A, I think it's an idea that we, we all three had probably flirted with. And oh, that sounds interesting, but uh, for whatever reason, just didn't really put the time and energy together to go do it. So yeah. I'd say, yeah, we were all kind of coming from the same place, which was some, you know, Google YouTube experts of how to <laughs> how to put oh, on yeah. snowshoes and what to expect. And it was good to get the boots on the ground and feel it out for real. Yeah, definitely. There was, <laughs> yeah, there was some true. anticipation built up there because I've been watching videos off and on about it. And I know Ryan has, and I'm yeah. sure you have too, Jeff. And, and uh, you, you start watching them. And like, like I was saying earlier, we were... Uh, I was watching a video and the guy was pretty much only talking about falls and that like how to get up when you fall and stuff. And I was thinking, man, we're going to be doing some, some falling here. Like, <laughs> like this is going to be a little bit more difficult than we thought, you know? And, and no, like there was a few close calls, but I don't think anybody biffed it. No, yeah. I don't think so either. I came close and definitely Unless you're came close it, a few Jeff. times. Unless you're hiding it. <laughs> okay, I you did have, disappear a couple times. Yeah, I might have felt maybe once, you know. There was plenty of close calls and stumbles for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and I'd say where I where I got snagged up the most and had a close call was either when I was trying to turn too quickly or when I was trying to make sure I jumped over the cross-country ski trails. <laughs> yeah. That was the hardest part for me was, was getting over some of those trails, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you start on the right side of the cross country, and then you go around this tree, and then all of a sudden, oh, now we're on the left. The trail's yeah. on the left side. <laughs> yeah, we did some some research before we went up there, and and one of the big things that that we took from it was, you know, there's other people up there, and there's other people doing other activities, and and snowshoeing makes different tracks than cross country skiers. Yep. So uh, we're kind of blazing our trail while we let them blaze theirs. It seems like and. Mm-hmm. You know, just be respectful for them because, you know, they might be scooting down a, a hill and hit one of our tracks. And, and one of our berms or something that we were <laughs> yeah. making. Yeah. yeah, that would be, yeah, it's like Big yeah. Daddy with the stick, you know. There's a stick there. Somebody should move it. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, like, a lot of people, like, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but there was quite a few people out and about today up there doing. Yeah, so let's just share with the listeners where we went real quick. The it was the Horseshoe Prairie Nordic Ski Area, which is up Tollgate. Yeah, off of Highway Two Hundred Four. Yeah, it's just past uh, Spot Springs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's there's maps and a, a trail system with some uh, several options for you know varying distances and difficulty levels. And in general, I would say, well, first of all, in this area we're describing, there's no motorized vehicles, so there's no snowmobiling through there. It's just uh, just cross country skiing and snowshoeing. And so, like Dylan said, the snowshoe tracks are a little different than cross-country skis. It's, it's really easy to identify the difference between the two. So just, you know, as you're going along, try not to smash in those trails, like you said. But it's not, it was a nice activity for, for having the, the quiet and the, 
you know, closeness with nature in a lot of ways where there's not a whole bunch of noises. And, you know, we saw groups sporadic throughout the day. Everybody was really polite, but also we just weren't like bombarded with bodies as we went through. Yeah, we never came into a traffic jam. Nope. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, was really it was pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. And I guess this is a good time to give a shout out to Blue Mountain Land Trust and the Blues Crew. Yes. Be- yeah. Yeah, so they did a really good job like their their trails up there are well maintained. Oh, and so well marked too if I had to add something to that. Just mm-hmm. like every couple hundred yards there was a post with the, in the ground, you know, whether it was a T post, a snow marker, with a marker point or a map kind of just showing you where you were when you were coming to coming to to different intersections at the trailheads and stuff. Because oh, yeah. if those weren't there, like, holy moly, you could you could go on forever and never see that highway again. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it would For be sure. it would be crazy. Like you know, you know, there's Onyx now, and and you know, there's maps and stuff you can get. But whole, there's a lot of of different spur roads or spur trails that you can go yep. off of on it mm-hmm. and probably walk forever. Yeah, and know? some people making their own trails that are just kind of out there exploring. Mm-hmm. Do it off the beaten path too. That could maybe get somebody a little turned around if oh, yeah. it wasn't as well marked as it was. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We did some of that today. A little off roading. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Had to try all the different snow conditions. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd add that. Yeah. It feels like we we got a good taste of all of it. We kind of blazed a, our fresh trails through some fresh snow a little bit. We went into some of those like where maybe one or two snowshoers had been through there and kind of walked through their tracks. And then there also there was also kind of some high traffic areas where it was pretty much packed snow. Do you, anything stand out as far as the conditions and walking in that stuff? I feel like with, with the snowshoes I got, I got the, the bigger set because I'm a little bit heavier set guy. And uh, I felt like I, 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 when we were doing our research, there was uh, a video on a guy talking about, you know, like the, the snow conditions. You know, if you're going to be blazing trails and going through fresh powder, you probably want a little bit bigger snowshoe. But... If you were going to stay on, if I was going to stay on like the groomed where people have already kind of been, stuff like that, I feel like I could have got away with, with a little bit smaller of a shoe. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like the, the snowshoes I had on, like it's not like they were like really hard to walk in uh-huh. or anything like that. So, yeah. I mean, maybe I wouldn't, but it, it definitely opened, at least this trip opened me up to being able to just go really wherever I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and if I could touch on that too, it's like... Me never doing this, not knowing what to expect, and then you guys just kind of helping me get set up with the gear mm-hmm. and stuff. And just the way I was walking through that stuff, there's for one, super light. I mean, I felt like they were hardly, there was anything on my feet. I never really felt like I was getting drugged down by these big old clodhopper snowshoes, you know, and getting <laughs> yeah. stuck in the snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just felt like I was just kind of cruising at my own pace. If I wanted to speed up, I could. If I wanted to slow down, was yeah. no problem, you know. And I mean, I'm buck 90 or so, you know, I would say, and trading through that snow i was only sinking down four or six inches and i mean we were in a lot of snow today yeah a lot of snow up there oh yeah and add to your weight you know layers of clothing and a backpack with you know food for the day and water and stuff too and oh yeah i mean all of us had had quite a bit of gear on our back walking yeah Yeah, and not knowing what to expect you know for sure i kind of probably overpacked but yeah i'm glad i I did kind of yeah right oh yeah no i'm I'm (laughs) victorious especially because hey new activity you never know i always lean on the side of all right i'll deal with an extra you know two pounds or something i guess i didn't need but especially for a day hike but uh yeah up in the mountains in the middle of Jan- or you know first part of January, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd rather be With a little more prepared. Snow at least. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Prepare for the, the yeah. unexpected for sure. I'd I'd recommend that. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess, okay, so one thing that stands out in my mind is like when we start, you start on a fairly high traffic area, you're kind of going up the trailhead and you're, you're in some pretty thick trees and don't get me wrong, that's, that's pretty cool to look at with all the snow on the trees and trying to guess how tall a tree is <laughs> with mm-hmm. all the snow below. But then we maybe a half a mile or so up the road is where the sun broke through when we kind of had that wide open meadow. Oh, oh yeah. man. When we first came around that corner... Mm-hmm. and just hit that first spot and the sun was just beaming down through that opening in the trees and it was like this big meadow and on the sun and none of that snow had been touched you know mm-hmm. i mean there wasn't a track through there for a long ways besides the main kind of trail that was going up through there mm-hmm. and i mean it was something like i'd never seen before like dylan and i were talking we'd been you know in the mounds and stuff quite a bit and see it in a whole different light being in there in the summer and in the spring mm-hmm. and in the fall yeah. but you go up there january 2nd with all that snow on the ground like that's a whole nother animal that I've never seen that side of the mountain and talk about just mind blowing to me, yeah. you know, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. I mean, seeing, seeing like a mountain that, you know, you like, I've, I've been up on Tollgate quite a bit and I'm sure all of us have. And mm-hmm. normally, you know, the snow starts flying and it's like, you know, all the activities kind of seem to come closer to home and, or, you know, in home and playing cards or whatever. And getting out and being a part of of that and trucking around in such so much snow and untouched area that you can see has been not touched yeah is pretty cool to see mm-hmm. yeah the sun was out it was a perfect day for it and I mean, we might have had a little beginner's luck, in my opinion. Cause <laughs> yeah. We ran I, into in fact, some of that those... lady said that. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. ahead. She's like, oh, well, you guys keep coming back if the weather's going to be this good. Yeah. You, know? so, <laughs> you never know really what to expect going up there, but man, yeah. we couldn't ask for a better day. Oh, it was no. blue skies, not a cloud in the sky, sun yeah. shining. Yeah. It was pretty warm, too, yeah. like surprisingly. Really mm-hmm. not, like just a little bit of a breeze, nothing crazy. Like, yeah. It was, it was perfect. And Jeff, you commented that on that earlier when we were still out in the field, too, that you know, we weren't being bombarded with people all day, but it seemed like everybody you ran into was pretty friendly. Oh, yeah. Want to know how it was going, what trail you were on, how far did you guys hike? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. when we were stopped there for lunch for a little bit, you know, and got our jet boils out and was cooking up some stuff, we had that gal kind of come around the corner on us and stop and talk to us, and she kind of gave you a little info on the cross-country skiing, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was pretty cool, you know. Some some people don't like kind of telling their hobbies and their secrets of yeah. stuff, so I thought it was cool that everybody we met was just, like, super open, yeah, that, showing us little techniques, you know, like those people on the cross-country skis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And on the cross-country skis, I mean, I enjoyed snowshoeing. I'll keep doing that for a while, but that, that's something I'd be interested in trying, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I would be too. I think that's a whole nother animal as well. Oh, kinda, yeah. I think sure. that's going to be a, a, a hell of a lot more falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just some out of control into a tree type stuff, yeah. you know? First time I got to go down a hill. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. yeah. Oh, we were yeah. going to film this trip, yeah. but yeah. watch set out. the land speed record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no it, was, it was awesome. Like, um, like, I was telling everybody. Uh, going in, like, you know, talking about how m- much harder I thought this was going to be. And, and coming out of it, you know, we're, this is, we just got, we just got back. And I'm, I'm not feeling horrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I'm I not feeling you. bad. Like, yeah. I just kind of felt like I, j- I went on a hike and uh, it, may, it made me feel like I went on a little bit longer of a hike. But it's definitely something that, you know, if you're into hiking and, and want to get out during the summer and you kind of hang everything up, you know, the end of October, early November, like this is something that, like I said, if you didn't like getting out and about and doing that stuff, like, like Jeff was saying, this is a whole nother animal that you could see and, 
and it's 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 fun. Uh, you, mm-hmm. We had a great time today. Yeah. yeah, and like when I when we first got there, I like I you know I keep saying I've never done this before. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Watch YouTube videos, get a little tips of the trade, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, you didn't know if you were going to go in ten feet and go, "Oh my goodness, what did oh, I yeah. just get myself <laughs> yeah, into?" I'll, you know? I'll be in the truck, guys. Yeah, you like guys. I'll, I'll see you back when you get back. I'm going to go take a snooze. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we started walking in there, and who was the very first person we came across? Oh yeah, this lady was, that had to be at least in her seventies. Yeah, snowshoeing yeah. on the main on the main trail. Big smile oh. on her face. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, good morning, guys. How's it going? Super friendly. Just trudging right through that stuff, and I mean. Well, I got to thinking right off the bat, well, shoot, well, maybe this might not be too terrible, you know, like, yeah. and it seemed like the more people we ran into, you know, it was very different age groups for sure. Yeah. You know, there were some younger people, some older people that were doing the cross country skiing and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'd throw that in there for sure. That this is an every person's activity. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think be smart of the trail you pick possibly, you know. That maybe, you know, if you're a little bit older or something, maybe stay on that beginner trail, not unless you're experienced and know what you're doing and maybe a little better shape or, or something. Or if you're alone, trying it out, yeah. Yeah, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you I know. feel like that trail we walked on today, we did the medium difficulty, you know, where we were a little more than, because we didn't know what to expect, you know. Yep. So we chose the one that maybe was going to test us, had a little more distance to it, you know. I think, would we walk five miles today? It's probably about five, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, like there were spots where it tested us, you know, going uphill pretty steep and <laughs> downhill pretty steep Definitely. and kind of turning corners and yeah, yeah. whatnot. So, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, a lot of tests in it, but yeah. I mean, nothing that I felt like, you know, we couldn't handle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yep. like we were talking earlier, like walking with those, uh, snowshoes on, like there's, it, they were light. Like you really didn't feel much. I I thought you know you definitely feel the heaviness of that, like just mucking through everything. But, <laughs> yeah, just slowing but you no. down and packing. This felt. I was kind of concerned. Is like I was just going to get just all that you know the snowshoe just going to get mounted with snow. Right. Then mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to be stopping every two seconds and shaking my feet out and stuff. But that wasn't yep. the case at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, wasn't bad at all. I don't think any of us stopped to adjust. Like once we got them on at the truck, I don't think any of us really. Besides me taking them on and off because I kept putting them on backwards. <laughs> but other than that, I think I, I didn't see you guys like really adjusting your guys' setup at yeah. all. No, it was I pretty think, much there to stay. Yeah, I adjusted mine at the truck, pulled it tight, clipped it down, and I never had to adjust it the rest of the time. Yeah, way so. you went. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, mean, I might have cinched mine one or twice. Once or twice after I first put them on, I gave it a little tug to make sure I was tight as we went along, but... No, I didn't take those things off until we got back to the truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you did, man, you felt like you were oh, running when you were walking. I was ready to sprint. <laughs> oh yeah. But no, I mean it was it was definitely something that I thought was gonna be way harder. Yeah. But it, it definitely changed my mind on that. Like you think a walking through snow is gonna be a chore. Oh but. yeah, and I call that you know post holing. Like when you're walking with no snowshoes and you're in the snow, <laughs> yeah, it's just post holing. Yeah, that's you, good. you step, you know, and it's you're, it holds your weight for a second, then yeah, down to a knee you go, and then you're trying to climb up out of there. And I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about something that'll wear you out and is absolutely oh, yeah. miserable is you go walk through the snow like that with no <laughs> snowshoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, you just wouldn't go. I yeah, guess. no, exactly. Yeah, you just kind of turn around and say, "I'm done. This isn't <laughs> yeah. no fun." But, yeah, yeah, I'm out. The whole bottom part, every, every inch of your pants. Is wet and you're cold, yeah. like screw that. Yeah, you know? yeah, it isn't. It isn't no fun. Oh, for sure. And I mean, yeah, having the right gear makes all the difference because you know, 
uh, being able to move around okay, but also staying dry and comfortable. I mean, that's the difference between any activity you do. You start getting wet and cold, and you're you're disinterested pretty quick. Yes. I think that was, like, one of the bigger things that, that we looked at was, you know, like, what gear did we need going up? Because uh, from the, the snowshoe to the gaiters to the base layers we put on to – you know, the gloves we wore to everything. Like, it was everything that we looked up and, and made sure that, you know, we were at least going to be comfortable doing it. And if we have to take it off, we had a backpack to throw it in. Yep. So, exactly. you know, it was it was a good thing to, to definitely do your research and and kind of get an eye for the beast before you, you go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as doing your research, let's linger on that a little bit. And I guess that's our chance to talk about how Outside Walla Walla helped kind of shape our excursion here. Yeah, yeah, their website is awesome, man. Like, they have such good, like, details about different trails and different hikes you can do and, and you know, directions on how to get there, um, the difficulty, their mm-hmm. experiences on them. Like, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I noticed they had, like, links to downloadable maps mm-hmm. that you could go and, like, see how far the trail was that you were going to maybe be interested in hiking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that part was pretty cool. Yeah, because, Dan, could you imagine, like, you know, everybody's been talking about this trail, and you get there, and it's just the most hardest thing you've ever done. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, why yeah. is everybody talking about this? Well, it was my coworker who runs marathons every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't prepared for that crap. <laughs> but no, I think I think that's a really cool thing to have is, you know, the information piece. You know, letting everybody know where everything is. And like, I know that everybody doesn't want to let everybody know where you know, all the good spots are, and that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, give, you know, give the information that's needed to, to keep people out and about and, and keep people going. You yeah. Because there's a lot of people I feel like, like, could get into this and have a great time doing it. And that, you know, it helps the community because, you know, like, you know, you're, you're purchasing things from places or you're buying a, a parking p- permit that helps ODOT and, yeah, help maintain that kind of stuff. Yeah, help and maintain that kind of stuff. And it just kind of keeps everybody out and about and, and connected to nature and connected to the community and connected to everybody that does it. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good thing to, to have around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely accessible for us from Pendleton. Made a day trip out of it and explored our butts off and, and got plenty of action in. Yeah, and really, how far, how long did it take us to get from Pendleton to there? Yeah, so really to the trailhead, far. I mean, it was probably an hour and a half, and that was with plenty of snow, slow going, just yeah. to be cautious on, you know, some some packed pavement on the higher miles up there. But yeah, I mean, we hit, we just hit that fog bank coming out of Weston, halfway up the mountain, and then we popped through. Yeah, and when we and got on top, whoa! I mean, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, some cool views on the drive too, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. So <clears> like just looking at all the fog bank, like looking on top of the clouds, it's just socked in the whole lower part of the yep. elevations, and yeah, and it was it was cool. But it definitely kind of I feel like we could have got there a little faster if you know the obviously if the roads weren't you know yeah yeah I'd say in summertime bare pavement it's it's maybe just over an hour yep. to get yeah. there yeah. And, and one then, thing, like this time of year, like I did first thing this morning, was I just got on trip check and checked what the roads were, you know, make sure that for one, the road was open up there because they will close yeah. Tollgate down if the, you know, the night, yep. night of snow or something, or mm-hmm. possibly a wreck on that road, they'll shut it down and then you can't get up there. Right. So that's the first thing I would say before you get up in the morning and just get in the rig and start going. Yeah, just get on get... trip check, make sure the roads are clear or you feel comfortable with those conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And then probably the forecast for the day or the weekend or, or however long you plan on going too, right? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then yeah, definitely do your, 
do your due diligence when it comes to, you know, if you're going to go play in the snow and walk around in it and stuff, I, I feel like that's a, a pretty big thing to be as safe as you can on. Oh, yeah. You, you get stuck up there in the snow. Oh, man, that's got to be one <laughs> miserable night. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's like we were talking. It's like, here it is January. I mean, we could be, and we're up six, what were we, 6,000, 6,500 feet or something like that. We were up there a ways, weren't we? Over 5,000 for sure. Over 5,000 Over 5,000. Okay, so I might have been stretching it a little bit there. But <laughs> yeah. We're making up stories here. Yeah. You know, it's like big fish, biggest fish I ever caught kind of story, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you get up there in January, and, I mean, it could be just like it was today, sunshine and beautiful skies, and 20 minutes later you got an inch of snow on your shoulders. Yep. So yeah. If you're not prepared and stuff, it can really catch you yep. out of the yep. off your element for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get back in there, it's kind of that. I've, I've always had that even when there's not snow on the ground. You get far enough back in some places, it's almost eerie when you realize kind of how far away you are from the truck <laughs> or how how deep you are in and yeah. yeah and you know adding five plus feet of snow to that equation it can be intimidating but yeah but no like if you do if you just be safe about it be smart about it and do what you can do mm-hmm. you'll be fine it's it's funny you bring that up that weariness because it's like you don't want to sit there in fear and wondering, you know, the whole way, okay, what was it, what's it like if this happens? But mm-hmm. it's something to be mindful of. <laughs> You're, you know, three, four miles away from, from your vehicle and, okay, w- like what happens if somebody falls and breaks an ankle or, mm-hmm. you know, drops into their waist in snow and you got to try to tug them out or something? And yeah, Always be thinking. Always yeah, be no. thinking of, of that solution. Even if there's not one, it's not, you know, like don't scare yourself with it, but, yeah, you just know, be aware just, of stuff. just be aware of it. Yeah. You're in, you're in the mountains, and you're playing yeah. around in in some stuff that you can't move very fast in. But other than that, like great day of just walking around in it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, Beautiful I couldn't day. couldn't <laughs> ask for a better day. Yeah, so I'll ask this. I guess we all feel like we would go do it again. What's a what's a takeaway or what's your selling point for why? So like when you're playing golf and they say, oh, that, that, that one shot, that's the one that'll keep me coming back. I had 115 terrible ones. And so, so what's the takeaway? Pick one. It's, it's something like, you know, I like going out on hikes and, and checking out the, the landscapes and, you know, look at everything. And I mean, there's some beautiful views up here in Eastern Oregon. Oh, and, some of the best. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, like some stuff you just, you don't get to see that so often, you know? Exactly. And to be able to see it in a condition where most people don't is a cool feeling. And then two, it's, it's, it's just, it's just like another form of hiking. You know, Mm -hmm. you get out and you see cool things and, uh, you know, you're, some of the, the trees we were seeing, we're just seeing the tops of. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. And yeah, that, that's what would keep me coming back would be, you know, just the experience of seeing something that maybe, not everybody gets to see. Yeah. And I'd say a little takeaway from me is like, you know, I love being outdoors, hunting, fishing, horn hunting, doing everything that I like to do outside. But like we said, you know, usually there comes a time at the end of the year, we're done. We're kind of kegged up for the year. We're going inside, staying warm. Mm-hmm. And this was like a whole new thing that brought me back outside. Yeah. Something that I enjoy doing outside in the winter time that mm-hmm. still keeps me moving. Yep. And you know, touch on like the sites we've seen. I mean, we said this earlier in the, you know, earlier today, 
It's like you don't get to see that side of things very often in the wintertime, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was something. That's what I would say would keep me coming back for sure. Yeah, those yeah. wide open meadows and the sun shining through with the kind of the crystally snow that it's like fluffy, but it kind of looks like little shards of glass shining up yeah, on like, it. Yeah. And those big, huge, tall trees that were just frosted over and just looked like just frosted white. It was yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a winter yeah. wonderland. It, it really was. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was cool. Though. We were walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to always think. Uh, well, okay. So one takeaway for me is like um, try to compare it. So if you if you want to like snowboard and ski in the wintertime, you go to a designated area and you kind of got your your set path up and down, right? We didn't really get this from today's experience, but it's kind of like, I think snowshoeing is not like a destination high intensity sport like those, but it also is kind of, could be looked at as like your platform to a lot of other things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could just go for a walk and just go snowshoeing, but also maybe you use it for predator hunting or to get you out to a certain spot to ice fish or even, you know, safety for certain people who travel up and down mountain passes. It'd probably be good to keep those in the rig at all times yeah, oh, yeah. Be a bad idea really yeah honestly yeah but but i'm kind of with you jeff my takeaway being that like this time this time of year almost seems like a dead zone for the outdoors time of year for me or it did up until this point because it's like i don't really know what to, i don't ski or snowboard so i don't really know what to do until in march or april as things start to thaw out yep. but i mean boy this this kind of rounds out the the year where you got something you can do all the time yeah yep. <clears throat> keep you out and going I mean, this time of year is just fishing for most people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we love their river fishing, but... Yeah, but, I mean, if you want to get away and, and get up into some high country and go check out some some killer views, you know, yeah. snowshoeing yeah. is... Highly is, recommended. Highly recommended. <laughs> if that's what you're in for is the views yeah. and seeing stuff that not very many people get to see, yeah. that's a ticket for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, folks, if you need any gear, you know where to go and, you know, please drop us a line, shoot us an email. If you've got any questions, we'd love to to help get you out there and keep an eye on our website. We'll probably have some gear lists, some other info here soon. So uh, thanks for listening and until next time. Sign them off. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Adios.